Welcome to the Voices of the Goddess podcast. We believe that there is a goddess inside each and every one of us. When we use our voice to share that goddess, we support and uplift each other. Join us each week as we interview women to receive the message of their goddess within. everybody and welcome to Voices of the Goddess podcast where we empower, inspire, and uplift women to be the goddesses they were meant to be. I'm your co-host Julietta, also known as the Magical PT, and I'm coming to you here from uh, sunny Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And here I'm a physical therapist with my own practice called Body and Soul PT. And I named it Body and Soul because uh, if you're only looking at the body and not also looking at your your mindset, your emotions, and everything that goes with that, you're you're missing a lot of the picture. So um, everything physical has a, a mental connection as well. And uh, so when I'm not helping people on their healing journeys, I'm either podcasting or making healing spiritual art, either through gemstones, malas, pendants, etc., or sometimes painting like the ohms that are behind my head if you're watching us on YouTube. And I guess that's enough about me for today. How about you, Allison? Hello, my name is Allison Mancini. I am the Operations and Human Resources Director for a company called The Gold Digger Girl. Not gold like digging for gold, like goal, let's achieve a goal. So there you have it. And I am super blessed to do what I do at the company. I am also a certified holistic nutritionist and working on my certification in functional nutrition. So I get the pleasure of supporting an amazing staff at the Gold Digger Girl and all of our students um, because we know how important it is to take care of yourself. And if you're not at your best, it's very hard for you to show up for everyone else. I'm also a mom to two adult children, a 25-year-old and a 22-year-old. I've been married to my husband for over 28 years. I also live in South Florida outside of Fort Lauderdale, not too, not too, too far from Julietta. It's only like 13 miles, but it takes me like 40 minutes to get to her because the traffic is so horrendous down here. Um, but originally a Michigander and I just actually got back from there yesterday and it was really beautiful. Um, what else about me? Oh, I have dogs. I'm a dog mom. They're my babies. Um, I have Murphy, who's a year and a half and Baron, who is six months old. And aside from that, I get to co-host this lovely podcast with Julietta and yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Awesome. Tell us about our sponsor, Allison. I would love to. So we have an amazing sponsor this month and her name is Rebecca Schaefer. Rebecca is a Reiki master and Kundalini yoga teacher. She's also owner of High Vibrations Energy Healing and they offer Reiki meditation and Kundalini yoga to heal emotional and physical pain and bring one into alignment with their true self. Reiki and Kundalini yoga are a powerful combination that can be used to heal subconscious patterns, strengthen the nervous system, activate the neutral mind, and bring one to higher levels of consciousness. You can visit her website at highvibrationsnow.com. 
To learn more, you can also book a Reiki session there, participate in a cosmic Kundalini and Reiki healing circle, or register for an upcoming Kundalini yoga class. And I do know she does Reiki virtually, so she can even do it distance. You do not have to live in Fort Lauderdale. Um, and I know, Julieta, you've got some great experience with Rebecca as well. And she was a podcast guest of ours a couple months ago. So. Yes, she was. And yes, she as someone who has lived in the the energetic world for for many 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 years um and i know a lot of reiki masters and this girl has a gift i i highly recommend her if you're looking for someone to do some some energy healing on you so um thinking as my my seasoned (laughs) my seasoned self could probably use some energy work now (laughs) So I'm taking it. Uh, were, the, were the dogs barking over there? Yeah, I had to mute myself for a minute. Well, they weren't even really barking. They were just playing and they were right next to me and their chains were, you know, whatever. Anyways, but we're going to talk about we're going to talk about our seasoned selves for a minute and being in that seasoned of being seasoned. Right. Yeah. Well, because it was coming up that it's, um, you know, us, us middle aged women are kind of in the the forgotten zone, the lost zone. There's, you know, when you're young, there's all these resources to help you out. When you get really old, everybody's looking out for you and and wants to help take care of you. But those of us in the middle, we're like the lost. We're flailing. Yeah, we're flailing a bit. (laughs) Well, we were realizing that there's just not as many resources, right? Like, I mean, I can't tell you the number of women I know because we're both in our very, very early fifties. Um, but I'm about to be exactly in my middle 50. I know. A couple months here, so. You're still early 50s. You know, but we know a lot of women that are, and I know a lot of women that at this point they're now like empty nesting. And it's like just this weird thing. You, and it doesn't even matter. Even if you don't have kids hitting this age is like this weird and let's just say it, it's because your hormones are a hot mess. They're all over the place, right? They're everywhere. And it was interesting because I think what made us both really like key into it was a previous guest had said, you know, you can go to bed one night and feel totally fine. And you wake up the next morning and you're like, what the heck just happened? And it's like, not even anything that like you were asleep, but it's your hormones are so all over the place, you know? So yeah, there's definitely not a lot out there for women in that stage of life. And I think that's definitely a niche to serve. And and that's why we're here to help, um, you know, a lot of our, and yes, our guests have, Spanned the ages from what was our youngest 11 yeah. and our oldest probably Maybe. 80 or so yeah. mm-hmm. getting up there. So we've spanned the ages, but definitely I think a lot of our guests and a lot of our listeners are in that mid range here. And, you know, so we are here for each other to tell, you know, you're not alone. And these are the tools that we've got. We're sharing them with you. Mm -hmm. We're here to support. Mm -hmm. And uh, well, it's like I tell my one good friend, you know, her. she's in her late thirties. So she's a good 12, 14 years younger than me. And I always tell her, I said, I love having you around because you keep me young. So we need (laughs) the young people to keep us young. (laughs) And we're good for the young people to be like, okay, don't do that. Like we tried that. It didn't go over so well. (laughs) Don't do that. 
<laughs> the more seasoned women to be support, you know, for us as we're going through that. So. <laughs> All right. I think it's time for us to yes. bring on our guests. Absolutely. Hello, Genesis. We are so happy to have you today. Hi, ladies. Thank you so much for sharing and holding space with me. It's nice to be here. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Would you please take a few minutes and tell our audience about, about you? Who are you? What do you do? Sure. Hey, everyone, all you lovely people out there. My name is Genesis Amaris Kemp. I am a visionary life coach. I'm also the podcast founder and host of Gems Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp. And outside of that, I am a DEI advocate, which is diversity, equity, inclusion. But let's not forget about the B, belonging, because it takes all of us to make this world a better place. I tell people, even though I'm multifaceted and multidimensional, do not place me in a box because I wasn't born in a box and I'm not going to be in a box until the good man above calls me home and I decide either to be in a box or be cremated. cremated. But until then, I am getting ready to pop, prepared on purpose. And that's me, your wild, your wild card, firecracker, and mindset hacker that's here to do life with you. I'm like, wow, you are bringing the energy. I love it. <laughs> That was awesome. That was awesome. Love it. <laughs> All right, Genesis, we're going to dive into our questions if you're ready. I'm ready. All right. So because Allison and I are both huge readers, we love to read and most of our audience loves to read too. So we're always looking for what's our next book. So what is one book that you wish every goddess would read and why? Well, I'm going to be biased here, and I would say my book, um, Chocolate Drop in Corporate America from the Pit to the Palace, and even though it has the words Chocolate Drop in Corporate America from the Pit to the Palace, you could definitely see the cover. There's a lot of diversity, equity, and inclusion on the cover. There's a world in the background to let people know that, you know, systemic racism, microaggression, inclusive, um, inclusivity, diversity, belonging, and all of that doesn't just happen in America, but it happens worldwide. And then from the pit to the palace, it lets people know that even though we may go through those dark seasons or those challenges in life, it is what actually builds our character. And then we can come into our own palace. And Allison's palace is going to look totally different than Julietta's palace. And mine is going to be is going to be different but it's like what is our vision when it comes to success what does that mean for us and what does that look like but how can each one of us as women who identify as women can share in whole space and hold each other's light and go further together by linking arms and that's where the diversity the equity the inclusion and belonging comes in when we could take ownership of our stories we could take ownerships of our truths and we put it out there in the world to help somebody else because it's not just about genesis but i'm sharing my story in hopes of empowering inspiring or motivating someone else to share their stories even though it may be different we may have some commonalities that we could accentuate on Awesome. I also love how you, um, when you were introducing, you were talking about the whole world and not, not just the U.S. And as someone who I've lived abroad as an exchange student, I have a lot of friends all around the world. And I've 
I haven't been everywhere, but I've probably traveled internationally more than the average American has. And just people try and put all these problems as they're just happening here in the U.S. And the truth of the matter is it's happening everywhere in this world. And, um, you know, I think um, we all need to get on board with it's not um, it's just not me and my people, but that we all, regardless of, you know, what our race is, what our gender is, what our situation is, we are all still one until everybody gets and understands that. And that we all start playing as team on this, this planet here. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I love that you said that Julietta and, the reason why I focus on like worldwide impact and not just U.S. impact is because I am first generation American. So my father was from Curaçao, so off the tip of Venezuela. For those of you that aren't aren't familiar, it's the ABC Islands, Aruba, Bonaire, and Curaçao. And then my mother is West Indian, so she's Caribbean descent. Then within my family, I have my sister's kids who are half white, my brother's kids who are half Indian, and my other brother, his... Um, kids are truly African-American, Cameroonian descent. And whenever I think about my family, sometimes I make the running joke, like there's shades of, uh, there's different shades of all of us. And we're like the United Nation. And just to have like that multicultural and multidimension in my family gives me a broad perspective, especially when you're crossing different bloodlines and crossing different cultures, it makes you appreciative more of someone else's background. And whenever you are afforded the ability to travel outside the U.S., you get to really see how other people live. You get to learn more about their culture, their food, and et cetera. And it makes you just really look at things with a new vantage point and perspective, because I feel like sometimes just be growing up in America and being an American here, like sometimes we take things for granted. Absolutely. In my opinion. <laughs> I concur. <laughs> All right. Um, so I'm curious about this answer. Um, I don't know if we've shared, but Genesis is very pregnant right now. And um, soon is going to have her hands full of caring for a little one. But yes, the baby needs your care. But you need to take care of you so that you will be able to take care of the little one. But what is your favorite self-care practice and how does it support you? Oh my gosh, I have so many. Um, let me just say maybe the top three. So I love acupuncture, like just to have the needles in for an hour and sleep with some CBD slab on afterwards is amazing. Another thing is just having a really good um, full body massage. Like, and I mean, like you're, you're not doing like that soft pressure because you think I'm a woman, but you're not doing that hard pressure thinking like I'm She-Hulk, but you're applying just some, just the right amount of pressure to like just work out those toxins but then I'll feel like rejuvenated and recharge afterwards and then of course some type of physical activity like before I got pregnant I was doing like bike um riding my bike so I was doing like anywhere from 10 miles and etc and you know that's one way that I like to condition my my body because what good is having like you know this wealth if you don't have optimal health to enjoy it so I'm like you know your health is tied to your wealth so I want to have optimal health so I can enjoy you know the wealth that's coming to me <laughs> perfect 
and soon your physical that. activity will be uh, <laughs> taking care of baby. Mm -hmm. I love that though. That's so like, I'm so glad that you see that now because that was something that I never connected until I got, until basically I got sick and it was too late. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, the fur babies. <laughs> they are making some noise over there. So, um, all right. Our third question for you, Genesis, is because we all have those days where it's just difficult to show up, but we still have stuff that we have to get done, we have to do. So what are the tools that you have that you use to, to rise up and get through one of those days when you're struggling? So one is definitely my calendar. That's how I hold myself accountable is I plug things on my calendar and it's a way for me to set up boundaries for myself, but also to those who are privileged to have access to my calendar because they know when certain things are carved out. Like if I'm going to the nail shop, I'll put my nail appointment in there because that's one way I like to have some me time. If I'm doing podcasting like this one, I put that on my calendar or if I need to do doctor's appointments or et cetera. So my calendar is my accountability but then whenever I'm feeling down and blue one way that picks me up is music like listening to a good song and really being intentional not just with the beat that I'm hearing but the lyrics whether I'm listening to CHH which is Christian hip-hop or country or hip-hop or R&B like I really want to be intentional to what I'm allowing in my ear gate because that's also feeding my soul so I need to be mindful of that and then so that's the second thing that helps helps me, you know, get myself back up. Or the third thing is I am a big movie fanatic and I love comedies. Like, so I will just sit there and watch a movie and just crack up till like the point where like, I feel like I need a piece so freaking bad. I'm like, I gotta get off this couch because I've <laughs> laughed so much. But it's kind of like um, Reese Witherspoon said in the movie Legally Blonde. Um, Happy people just don't kill their husband because it releases endorphins and she just couldn't kill her husband. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Comedy movies. I remember the last night or the night before was watching this movie that was made in New Zealand. And I just had this like aha moment that, uh, even though we speak the same language, Comedy doesn't necessarily, it's not the same from, from one country to the other, even when you speak the same language. I was like, this is, I don't think I'd ever seen a New Zealand movie before. So that was, that was interesting for sure. <laughs> um, all right. So our last question, I'm going to attempt this. The dogs have calmed down. We'll see how long it lasts. Our last question for you, and we realize there could be more than one, but what is a one, um, one life event that has happened to you that's really put you on the path where you are now, that's really got you to where you're at? Oh, hands down, losing my father on November 25th, 2020 to medical negligence, hands down. Wow. That's heavy, and I'm so sorry to hear that. Wow. Yeah, thank you. It was awful because it was the day right before Thanksgiving. And uh -huh. that was one of our favorite holidays. And just to see how my dad started his journey walking into the hospital in May of 2020, the height of in the middle of the pandemic, then finding out three days later, he was paralyzed from the waist down. 
and then there's more to the story dot 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 and then finding out on November 25th, 2020, um, I get a phone call. We found your father unresponsive in his hospital room and it was just so cold. They're like, we've been working on him for eight minutes. Um, we'll call you back if anything changes. Get another phone call 12 minutes later. I'm sorry, there's nothing else we can, we can do for you. We've been working on your father for 20 minutes. Sorry for your loss. Click. Wow. That's awful. I'm so sorry. That has to be so painful. I mean, my daughter um, has been through, she has a lot of medical stuff that goes on. She has since she was little and the number of times, and there's good to everything. There are good and there are bad, but the number of times that I've been present when someone has messed something up with her, I'm so grateful I was able to be there because again, she's 22 now. This has happened when she was younger. But I've heard many horror stories of things going wrong when people are being taken care of in a hospital setting. And it, honestly, it's because they're, they're I think it's because they're understaffed and they have so much going on. I mean, they just can't keep track of everything, um, which is really sad. And then and you do have I mean, I've had issues where there's been some physicians that were just really just went against what we asked. And there's those situations as well. But um, that's really, I'm really sorry to hear that. Cause I know how, I mean, we've had a few close calls with Lexi and I know how, how difficult that must have been. So I'm so sorry for your loss. Thank you, Allison. Aww. And I'm sorry for, for your daughter, but I'm glad that you were able to be there for her yeah. as a patient advocate. Cause some people don't so have important. patient yeah. advocates. And then we all learn from the pandemic when the world was shut down, yeah. family members couldn't even go in and visit their loved ones. So a lot of things slip through the cracks and you know you can't really point fingers because the hospital is over overstaffed with patients but understaffed with physicians cnas doctors and those in the medical field and they're just trying to figure it out just as much yeah. as the patient so it's like where where does the blame lie and you mm -hmm. have to learn it comes to a point where you have to learn that i can't carry this anger this bitter and mm -hmm. resentment forever because then i'm not going to be able to really thrive because now i'm just surviving just going through the emotions mm -hmm. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, you you said it exactly. I mean, uh, I can't even imagine, you know, like I know, um, you know, as adults, you, I know of people that have been in the hospital and their loved ones are like, oh, they're fine. I'm going to go home for the day. And I'm always like, oh, like, I don't know that I would do that. Like, I think you really, you really need a, you need an advocate. You need an advocate that's there because things happen when you're asleep. As a patient, doctors come in and out, nurses come in and out, you know, things get it's just like you said, there's just a shortage and they don't can't always, the communication doesn't always happen. Or if it does happen, there may be parts missing. And I mean, we had that happen many times where I sat in front of a doctor in the hospital and he specifically told me one thing. And then an hour later, the nurse came in and said something completely different. And I was like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Like the doctor said that, or I know I'm like, are you sure? And she went back, would go back and look at the notes and, oh yeah, you're right. I see that now. And I was like, oh man, like, <laughs> but again, it's because they're so busy. They're going from one patient to the next and they're just trying to do the best that they can. So I agree with you, but that's still, that's still really sad. And I'm really sorry. That makes me sad. That happened to you. And a terrible time too. Cause I'm assuming that November, that would have been during the pandemic, right? Oh yeah. It was during the pandemic, right before the holiday. Um, trying to find a funeral home then oh my gosh it's just so much <laughs> and where do you live where are you at 
the Texas area. Like, Oh, that's right. We talked about that. Houston. Oh, and so you were in Houston, which was like a total hotspot at the time, right? Like they were crazy. Like South Florida was. Oh yeah. Yeah. What a mess. Oh man. Well, I would like to wrap this up by asking you, what is one thing, if there's anything you would want our audience to take away from our time with you today, what would that be? One thing I want the audience to take away is remember who you are, know why you were created and get so crystal clear and crystal clear on what your mission is because each one of us was created to complete a mission while we're here on earth and stop looking for validation from other people who were never meant to appease you in life. Because if you keep seeking the approval of others, you'll die by their rejection. So once you know who you are and what matters to you, then you'll really find that crystal clear message in your why. So you could show up for yourself holistically. And then once you show up for yourself holistically, then you'll be able to extend and link arms with other people without feeling like you're half stepping. Because I feel like we've all been in a place in our lives where we've been that people pleaser or where we've been vying for attention or validation from other people. And all that does is put us back on the hamster wheel because we're just going through the mundane emotions instead of just looking within. And then once we look within, then we can materialize it externally. Wow. How old are you again? I'm like, (laughs) I will be 31 in a few weeks. Okay. Well, first of all, you look like you're in your mid twenties. So congratulations on that. Cause that always is awesome. The older you get, but you just, you're, you are wise beyond your years. And I wish that a lot of young women would be able to, to express the same thing and understand what you already understand. Cause I know when I was 31, I probably was not where you are at. So good for you and, and good for you for taking that and sharing it with your clients and your world. And I think that's incredible. So Thank and, you. Your, and your baby to come. <laughs> Thank you. First? Yes, ma'am. It's Aww, first. <laughs> so exciting. Yeah. So, and the exciting news is we made it through the show without the baby showing up. So that's <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> like, are you due soon? Yeah, about three to four weeks away. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, technically you could, no doubt. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. But thank you so much, Genesis, for joining us here today. It's been such a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much, Julietta and Allison and the fur babies who made a guest appearance. <laughs> <laughs> so I also want to send a thank you out there to Rebecca Schaefer, our sponsor for um, Healing Vibrations and uh Also, thank you to our listeners for tuning in. Without you, it'd be pointless for us to be here. So thank you for your support. If you've liked what you've heard today, please go um, subscribe, follow, like, share, share with your friends. Like we said, you know, us women, we need all the support we can get. So share it out there. And if you'd like to get in touch with Genesis, Genesis, Allison, or myself, check out the show notes, our contact information, social media, websites, all that good stuff is in the show notes. And with that, I want to wish everybody a magical day.